Welcome back to the podcast, guys. It's your host, Jeff Lemoyne, O Canada RC, the podcast. And we roll right into the weekend edition, and we are super excited to have a brand new guest on to join both Pablo Guerrero from RC Amigos and myself. Super happy, super uh, looking forward to the conversation that's about to happen with Scale Metal Supplies. We're going to talk about, obviously, all things scale, all things tiny truck. We're going to get into fabrication and brazing because we've talked about this cursory a lot with with Pablo and we've got some great tips from him and and some great insights, but I want to take it back a step and talk about if I'm getting into this for the first time, help me understand what all the buzz is about and how we get into it. And of course, not to miss RC Cage Match 2, which will come up directly after our chat uh, today with our special guest. Pablo and I set the bar high last week. If you didn't hear with the cage match and the throwdown, we had JJ Custom on as a special guest referee. And... Um, Things got, things got crazy. Things got crazy. I'm not going to lie. I, 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 I'm kind of curious to see where things go today because you just don't know on this show. Anyways, after the break, we're back with Pablo Guerrero from RC Amigos. And again, our special guest, Scale Metal Supplies. Don't flinch. Don't move. Stay right here. What's up, guys? Welcome back to O Canada RC, the podcast. I am your host, Jeff Lemoyne, and we are at a maximum stokage level today. I got to welcome two guests. This is a twofer once again, our very, very familiar friend, RC Amigos' very own Pablo Guerrero. What's going on, PG? Hey, man. What's going on, homies? And, and if you heard PG there loud and clear, and he sounded like he was beside you tickling your shoulder with his whiskers, that's because he's got a new mic. Holla. Yes, nice. And a uh, very special guest today, um, friend to PG, friend to crawlers, scale builders, and tiny truck uh, fabricators all over. Scale Meadow Supplies, we have Andre Campos. What's going on, buddy? Cutting in and out for me a little bit, but that doesn't mean we're not capturing your voice. So we're going to get going here. So, uh, What's going on, boys? Anything new on uh, PG? What's going on with you? Uh, dude, I had a an epic crawl session yesterday. I've done eight and a half miles in the last like three days, <laughs> and uh, yesterday I took let's see. So I took my kids out. My wife had a wedding shower she was putting on, and I took the kids out, and I uh, we went out to the mountain where we had no service for like five hours. It was awesome, <laughs> and, and my wife literally got nervous because uh, it was kind of like the ship's passing in the night. She left earlier on and we left a little later. So we didn't have communication from like 12 o'clock to eight o'clock at night. Oh, wow. And uh, she got nervous and sent my uh, my parents up the mountain looking for us. Wow. Uh, which is kind of funny because we caught them on the tail, like on the bottom slope of the mountain. And we're like, we just got the text all of a sudden started pinging because we finally got service. We're like, hey guys, what's going on? Like, <laughs> so, but the kids did awesome, dude. They did uh, about four miles yesterday, uh, wow. round trip with the crawlers, and we did. Uh, no, we didn't have any major issues. I had one shock kind of pop out, and I 
did a roadside on that and then uh, literally 50 50 feet from the truck my uh wheel fell off so oh, i literally nice. drove the wheels off of my truck so nice but no better was, no better place to have the wheels fall off but i know well it was just a loose uh, like the wheel nut for some reason sure so. yeah that's that's good for the little ones to uh to manage that distance so that's awesome man dude i know i was like i was pushing my daughter was kind of getting tired and i was pushing her kind of hard but my yeah. son was like he could have gone probably for two three more so he was all about it yeah and andre i know you've got little ones because i saw a video of you crawling i think in your backyard with the uh the jolly jumper strapped to your chest like a real <laughs> <laughs> He's digging it. I take him in the little scale garage here. He starts grabbing the soldering iron and the exacto. I'm like, oh, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, man. And Andre, again, thanks for joining us. So Andre, for the listeners, runs Scale Metal Supplies. Um, you know, and uh, I did some digging around on your Insta feed. I know, PG, you, you guys are a little more familiar. Um, but Andre, maybe I'll kick <clears throat> things off, man, a little bit around. Um, we'll get into the business and sort of what you do and your passion. But uh you and I were trading notes offline and we have a little bit of similarities for how we got into this hobby. Um, maybe just lay that out for the listeners. How'd you get involved in our Seaway back in the day and uh, where's it taking you, man? I mean, I like my first memory of a hobby grade RC, I don't know how old I was, four or five, maybe, 90, early 90s. Um, it was a midnight pumpkin that my dad had. I don't remember if he built it or if it was ready to run. I don't know, did they have ready to runs back then? Anyway, I remember I, I was like, working on it in the garage and doing wheelies down the alley. That was like the first memory I had of, you know, like decent RC stuff. And then uh, into it for a little bit, you know, as a little kid and then school and sports and being a kid and then coming back to it was a wrestler <laughs> doing the, going to the court, the track nearby my work. That's actually how I ended up getting one of my jobs was I was going to the track and making friends at the track and it was like, yeah, the place I work at kind of sucks. Oh, yeah, hey, we're looking, we're hiring. It was weird. It was because of RCs. It was kind of like <laughs> helped me transition to another job, which was cabinet, doing like kitchen cabinets and stuff. So I've always done kind of like working with my hands. And then uh, I started building crawlers not too long after that. I did a little bit of like 10 scale racing uh, for maybe like two years, like the JBRL series and a lot of just 10 scale electric stuff. That, you know, it gets kind of uh, nerve wracking. You know, some people take it a little more seriously and it's kind of stressful. So well. was, oh, let's get into something else. You know, I still, you know, really like the hobby. And I ended up with a bruiser. That was like my first scale RC was an old bruiser I got from a friend of mine. Put like CMS on it, or not put CMS on it, but like tore the chassis apart and was getting into it. And that was kind of cool. And that, that's kind of what I ended up liking. And then I started doing some little tube buggies way back in like 2008 ish. 2007 yeah about that era like comp crawlers when comp crawling was like kind of starting and we had the flat side chassis and like dna chassis and stuff ax10 axles the early days <laughs> yeah man that's crazy that's that's awesome that you it seems like you didn't get very far away from it from being young you know what i mean like i think you know jeff and i took a little break from just you know getting arm's length we just didn't have a chance to get back at it but it seems like you got to stay in it for you know kind of consistently for a while that's rad yeah it was just i don't know I fell back into it and i ended up using parts from my rustler on the you know the early crawlers doing the rustler lock transmission you know sideways and then putting the dowels in the in the drive shafts 
<laughs> all that stuff. The little the cheap plastic you uh, joints break in and popping open. Oh, yes, I remember all that. That's Trying funny how the, the rustler seems to always be the gateway drug, right? Like, I kind of. Right? <laughs> I mean, when I got back kids, I didn't know PG. You've seen, you've had some some rosters going on and some some monstrosities and whatnot that you've built in a good way, monstrosities in a positive way. But like, I remember when I got back into it, I ordered one from Florida. And I'm in Toronto, and I remember waiting like two months, and this was non-COVID times for this thing to ship, and it was like all original. And but it's what got me back in, right? And that um that sparked it off. So it's hilarious. I think that's you know, Traxxas is uh, in the news for other reasons right now, but. Um, it's cool that that I think that rig. It's interesting to me how many people have a common thread with that that truck. That's super rad. It's, yeah. it's kind of it's neat how there's certain vehicles that are kind of the uh, flagship of people's RC careers. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> for me, it was I think the more of the Blackfoot, and I'm dying to get back to a Blackfoot or a Mud Blaster. Those are the first two nice. items. Or like, um, I'm really I think the Claude Buster is my unicorn. <laughs> I, I, think, I think it's my Eleanor. I think I, I, I don't know why my wife almost got it for me for Father's Day, and she's like, "What would you do with it?" And I was like, "I don't know. I'd build it and then play with it and put it on a shelf. I don't know. Yeah. Like, you know, it's just it's just something that I always always wanted." And I remember looking at all the magazines and all the like metal parts on there, and being so like literally enamored with all the crazy stuff. You know, and this is back in the day when monster trucks had like eight shocks each side like, you know, like something totally useless but or like the i remember they had like a water-cooled motor where they just had the tubing going around the motor and all that kind of stuff and it's That's like awesome. really necessary i don't think so but you know it's still one of those things where it's like it made it sparked my interest in i think probably in design and and, and all that kind of stuff and uh, you know it's it's interesting because andre and i talked too and i you know it's Andre has a background and, you know, being creative and wanting to design and all that kind of stuff. Maybe you can kind of shed some light on that. Just kind of yeah. how you started getting into developing your products. Uh, the last couple of years I've been doing some custom building just for like local guys around me, you know, seeing all the, the cool crawlers. I'm like, ah, I can make those. <laughs> um, and I just kind of went for it. You know, I was just using uh, my little Lincoln HD. You know, just sticking it together with the, the flux core stuff. I didn't have a tank at first, just kind of keeping it real low budget. But like I said, I, I made buggies like 10 years ago, you know, out of this brake line and, and uh, for like the comp crawler stuff. But then, uh, I don't know, it was calling to me again. So I, I answered the call. I think part of it too was I had, I had uh, a cycling injury a few years back and I broke my collarbone with no insurance. So there was a lot of downtime. That's kind of probably what got me back into uh, RCs like big time again. Hmm. of my time <laughs> but uh yeah i know it, it's mostly exo cages is what i'm into doing for other people and what's mm -hmm. funny is i don't have any exo caged rigs myself i don't even have any like heavily uh metal rigs at the moment i kind of sold all the ones i had <laughs> That's funny. yeah i noticed that when you sent so me that picture of your uh element i was like where's your cage dude like i didn't say it but i was like where's all your work right like, <laughs> yeah that's that's just got a bumper on it i plan on boat sighting it at some point but who knows <laughs> yeah so, i spent a lot more time building other people's stuff right now yeah. i have uh, three four rigs right five six seven rigs for other people right now that i'm working on crazy nice yeah it's fun. I mean, that's what I like. That's that's I don't know. That's what I like. 
<laughs> Andre, with fabricating, and, and this is for both you guys, really, too. So for Pab, too, because like you guys come at it from that hands-on angle. I come at from a different creative angle, just kind of what I do in my in my day-to-day job. But I think there's that common thread there. But for you guys with the fabrication, for people that are just getting into crawlers, right? And uh, and Fab, I, and uh, Andre, you put a, a cool video link on your uh, on your site about just sort of brazing um for like newcomers and things like that what what are some key things guys should know before they they sort of dive into the deep end of that pool like how how would you recommend slowly getting into and pablo too how would you guys recommend slowly getting into that world uh well for, for me i would say just start and don't expect perfection you know what mm-hmm. i mean like don't expect like perfect symmetry and all that kind of stuff because i think that kind of that throws the fun out of it for me. So for me doing stuff like this and tiny trucks in general, it's a break from having some kind of constraint in design and, and fabrication. So when I design at work, I design for the manufacturing process for me. And there's certain you know things that I have to stay within or you know the uh, say a client, you know, everything is designed. The, the cool thing is I design it or my wife designs it, but everything's designed by us and we have to stick to the plan, right? So like when you are building these tiny trucks, what's really cool is that sometimes you have a plan, but then the truck kind of takes you and, and people say that all the, all the time in automotive, kind of in the automotive world that the vehicle kind of takes you in a direction. And I think that's totally true. Cause like sometimes I've been like, oh yeah, I'm gonna do this. And then you try doing it and you force it and you screw up 10 times and you're like, nope. I'm just going to go to plan D, you know, and, and then you, <laughs> and then you start working off of that. And sometimes like for me, dude, none of my, like, I keep on, I always tell people this, like, even in my work stuff, no project that I've ever done has been perfect. Like ever. Like, I just, I don't know what it is about. Like, I know I'm a good craftsman, but I see the imperfections and mm-hmm. sometimes they're not noticeable and sometimes they're obvious, but you know, that, at the same time too, like, I feel like I'm making rolling sculpture sometimes and rolling, you know, sculpture and art isn't cookie cutter. And Mm -hmm. so I think having that kind of mindset, knowing that you're going to screw it up or knowing that it's not going to be perfect. And then at the end of the day, like that truck that I just uh, built for my son, it's going to get smashed. Right. So it's like, (laughs) who cares? Like go out and play with it. You know, it's like, uh, go out and put dents in it. I don't, you know, that's part of the process is re, you know fixing things up i think and and andre too on that like so when when you were talking about that pablo about you see the imperfections with your work we all see it with our work other people look at it and go that's fantastic and we'll never see those imperfections how is it for you andre basically that's kind of what i tell everybody that i'm building for it's like i don't you're not going to get it until i think it's you know perfect or acceptable right so and in my eyes so it's like oh god some of these take a long time um, I was doing like a car a month and then I've got a, a VS410 with a brute body on it right now and I've had this thing for almost three months. <laughs> I'm just kind of a little bit stuck on it so I mean it is a hard process but if you do want to start and get into it I mean for sure start with brazing. It's the cheapest way in. Yes you're going to spend a little bit more on the filler but it's like the initial investment of a couple hundred bucks on a welder unless you can find one you know used mm-hmm. which isn't a gig but I for sure braze first. And the start with small stuff. The first thing I made in the scale garage was a tire rack. You know, doesn't <laughs> doesn't have to be perfect. Just has to hold tires. Yeah. So, and just yeah. go for it. I mean, and once you're yeah. like comfortable and you know you you feel like you know what you're doing. If somebody asks you to do something, I just I don't really turn anything down. 
yeah. like to accept all challenges. <laughs> how, how do you like, how do you Along the or something like that? Like that, that's always been my question. Cause like people have asked and I just, I'm not really interested too much a lot of the time, just cause I barely get the time to even play with my own stuff. And sometimes I, oh, yeah. you know, sometimes I'm like, yeah, that would be a fun project to take on just to take on to build another one. But like, I don't mean like number wise, but I mean, do you, do you think of it as like, all right, this is going to take me X amount of time. So I'm just going to throw this number at it. Or do you say, Hey, it's an hourly gig. Here's what my hourly oh, gig no. is and, yeah. and go, or what do you do? Oh, uh, I, I don't, I don't think I could do an hourly cause you never know. I mean, you sit there, they kind of give you an idea of what they like. They send pictures of, you know, stuff that they like and stuff that they want and you got to kind of mush the two together <laughs> you know so there's there's like the research part of it say so, yeah, i don't i don't charge for the hour i just kind of look at the overall job and how hard i think it's going to be for me because some stuff looks more complicated is pretty easy and the stuff that you know the simple stuff is harder sometimes matching mm -hmm. lines following um fender wells i made some like two bumpers on the one i have right now and i underestimated how difficult the two bumpers are going to be to try to match the angle of the existing fender um, sorry, two fenders, not two bumpers. And then uh, have them flared out, you know, a half an inch. It was way harder than I thought it would be, but it That's came funny. out all right. That's <laughs> funny for me because, so I, I um, as Pablo will know too, I, so I was talking to a guy, his name's Matt Brace, and he's, uh, his, his handle on Instagram is MR Custom Painting. And he, we, him and I have struck up some good conversations and I sent him a body. He's, he said he would do a body for me and he's done bodies for car action and all sorts of stuff. And anyways, cool guy neat perspective on paint and so when you were saying how you get clients and they give you an idea like i sent him literally one picture i said yeah i like this can you put that on a body <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny because i i you know i i was acting as the client right i just had this idea in my head but to hear you guys have like i've been interested to hear more about that from both you guys on that process so when a yahoo like me comes to you and says i want this uh, how do you suss out that idea? Is it just through questions? Do you kind of go back and forth with sketches? What, like, how does that process look? Oh man, it's way worse with less information. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like this. So then I got to kind of, you got to figure out what also we think looks good as a designer or a builder or whatever. It's like, I don't want it to look kind of goofy. I know what they want. And it's like, let me take my best interpretation of what they want and mm -hmm. see how it goes. Like I'm doing a pro light build, um, right now too for another car and they wanted like some uh like fourth gen looking forerunner sliders with the little kickouts and stuff and i pretty much made exactly that uh the, the kickout looks a little wide to me but it looks just like what he wanted so we got that going like a double bar bumper in the back and just like adding what they want on the on the car too is kind of interesting like how hey i want a light bar on there what do you want the light bar on the bumper <laughs> exactly it's like, do I make the bumper stick out and put it in front of the grill? I actually ended up putting this one between the bottom of the grill and the top of the bumper and kind of recessed it on this build. So it's like, you just kind of, you got to take some of your integrity into mind here too. It's like, this yeah. is what they want, but I, do I want to share exactly what they want? What did you think <laughs> on that, Pablo? How's it for you, man? Same thing? Well, you know, I, well, here's the thing. My clients have only been my kids. So when it comes to RC stuff, <laughs> and so... Yeah. Those are the ultimate tests, buddy. I know, right? <laughs> so the funny thing is, like, for me now, I, it's funny because I can see two kind of angles at it. Like, the angle at it for me as a professional where I'm at work, and I've kind of, you know, laid down the foundation at work to where I can be like, yes, give me kind of an idea of what you want, 
and go away and I'll come back with something that, you know, give you a couple options. And so for me, you know, I, I can do a lot of drawing on CAD or whatever I want to draw on to make, to show the picture. And that's kind of like what I was talking about. When I show a picture, I kind of have to stick to that picture, right? I, can't, I don't really go off the, go the derail from my idea. So doing that is cool, but you know, that is, that's kind of my process. They, they give me some information. Sometimes it's literally me sitting down with someone and just sketching something out. I've done that tens of times where I'm like, just sketching something on a napkin and be like, you mean something like this? And they're like, yes. And I'm like, all right. So then I go back and put it on the computer and all that kind of stuff. Um, but when it comes to like the scale RC stuff, man, I, ah, that, the hard thing for that is, and, w and this is where I appreciate so many of the people like Andre right now is that turning something like that into a business, me being a business owner, it seems so difficult and it seems like such a grind and it's so hard to be like your time. What's really hard to equate is your time, right? Your time is worth X amount of money and you have to recoup that time. And Andre, you've got a fresh one at home. Once your kid gets a little bit older, you're really going to see how that like comes to the, to, you know, the forefront where you're like, <laughs> dude, you know, like I gotta, I gotta manage this time a little bit differently now. So your time becomes way more valuable. You know, that's when you start having the kid next door mow your lawn, like, you know, <laughs> all, that, all that kind of stuff, because you're like, dude, I just, I don't want to do that. I'd rather go in and play with my kids or do something else, you know? So it's hey, like, you know, what's hilarious about that is as you were saying that Pablo, my son was having a sign language conversation with me in our garage because he wants to go fish. He wants to go fishing today. And I'm like, dude, awesome. I'm mouthing to him five minutes. Give daddy five minutes. <laughs> So case in point, case in point, yeah, get dude. ready for it. But you know, it's like, I totally respect these business owners. The ones that are, I don't want to say grassroots cause I don't want to like make it sound smaller than what it is. But I mean, dude, like you guys are all like, for instance, scale metal supplies, people know who you are, right? People know, rec have brand recognition with you. And I think that's awesome. And that's what's, you know, really tough for for yep. our businesses these days and to be able to, you know, make a dollar and grind and want to stay in it, I think is awesome, especially with like, you know, the, the new things that are happening where like, and I don't mean this to be a political RC thing, but like, you know, with companies buying out other companies and all that kind of stuff, it, it kind of makes it where I don't it's want like to a weekly thing. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't want it to, I don't want it to be watered down at all, but at the same time, it's like, there's got to be some competition out there, right? Like there's got to be some competition in pricing. It's crazy to me that I can go to five different RC sites and everything is the same price. Like when can you go and do that at like at Lowe's or at, you know, a, a big box store or whatever? When can you go to five of them and they're all the same price? It's like, it's not unheard of. And, you know, there's never like really big sales or anything like that. So it's like, being able to create a product that is not within that line. Of course, dude, of course, like with our bridges, if I got a call from, you know, Horizon saying, hey, we want to order 10,000 of those, I'd be like, well, uh, it's going to take me a couple weeks. You know, like I would, there wouldn't even be a question about that. But at the same time, it's like, dude, it's really rad to have people making stuff like that all the time, I think. Yeah, I agree. I mean, Andre, I don't know what you think about that. I think, obviously, I think I know, but it'd be good to hear what you think on that. Um, I mean, as far as like uh, scale metal supplies, I don't do any building for that. That's just, I do, I also build. Um, all I'm doing right now is like 
uh, mostly the fab tabs, and I have a couple like specialty plates and stuff too. So I'm part of the competition. There's some other brands out there that make this stuff, but I haven't seen anybody else that has the uh, the servo mount and uh, the winch specific plates. You know, so yes, mm -hmm. the competition is good, and I'm always looking around to see who's new. And I've seen a couple other ones pop up since me, but uh, I started out just making these for myself too. That was the other thing. I've been building longer than I've been doing the scale metal supplies. So I was, you know, cutting them out by hand, like I'm sure Pablo has, like I'm sure a lot of, you know, tiny truck fabricators do. If you don't know, you know, you're sitting there with the shears and you're grinding your fingers down on your Burking and, you know, yeah, getting yeah. hot. <laughs> But, your fingertips um, melting off, even if you're wearing exactly. Yes, now I, I know like, all that story, my friend. <laughs> yeah, it, and what you said on what you said, Andrea, about it being a passion first, right? It's regardless, no matter what your gig, your, your thing is in RC, right? That's where I think it has to start if it's going to be genuine and it's going to be successful, right? Um, yeah. I, I do this podcast pro bono and it's just because i love it right so and it's because i love listening to pablo's voice too because he's just <laughs> sultry sultry tones man well you know but, uh, one of the things that's interesting about the, the the products and stuff like that like for me for me i had already had an established like revenue stream right you know i have i have a job i have my business that's in the creative field but for me i i looked at it as being like I want something that can support my my addiction, you know, that can support <laughs> so Exactly. And, and, you know, and like, I was like, okay, what am I going to make so I can buy this next truck? Like, that, that's exactly what it was. And the funny thing is, so that's how those uh, RC stands started. That was what my, like, my idea was. And then for some reason, I think I got a big contract and I was like, you know what? That's when I decided to, to uh, reach out to Love and Charlie and be like, hey, man, let's do this instead. And so that was really cool to be able to do that at that point. But, you know, it's like I don't always have those big contracts where I can, you know, just be like sneak a sneak a few things under my wife's radar and, and be like, oh, you know, and like all that kind of stuff. You know, sometimes I have to uh, look around <laughs> to see what I can poach or what I can sell. You know, like right now I'm, I'm really, really tempted to sell that Rustler. Um, only because my daughter wants uh, the slash so we can short course together yeah. and I'm um, like oh man I'm it's, it's I'm keep on looking at it and she's already said she's okay with it and I'm just like I don't know yeah, yeah. <laughs> so a couple things on that first thing when you said sneak things under your wife's radar clearly Andre and I have no idea what you're talking about <laughs> Yeah. We did not comment, so I'm confused. Yeah. I'm confused there. It's that meme um, with the monkey, the Muppet monkey, looking out of the corner of the guy. Like, and then, and then, yeah, I've been there with the whole. Yeah, I see. Your daughter says she's okay with it now. Um, it's a tough one, a because you're probably there's some attachment to it, but then I know, like when I've done that with my son, and he had an ECX amp a while back, and as soon as I, as soon as we pulled the trigger on it, he was so upset. So it's it's a tough one, right? Yeah, for sure. Um, Listen, guys, this is awesome talk, and I'm really glad that we've gotten to get to know Andre's business a bit more, um, and Andre, your story, because that's really my MO for doing this podcast. I love to hear people's stories and where they come from and where they are and where they're headed. Before we get too far in, though, I want to get into our RC cage match, and then we'll tie things up at the end. So mm -hmm. are you game for this? We need we need a special referee because Pablo and I get really heated and up <laughs> <laughs> up in each other's grills, man. It gets really messy. Yeah. Your game. Yeah, we're good okay. At timer here. 
All okay, right, so, awesome. so pick a number, Andre, between one yeah. and ten, and don't tell us. All, All right. right. Okay, so Jeff, what? Uh, the number closest to it gets which part of the thing? Okay. Um, let's say you just get your choice of either backyard crawl or trail crawl. You can you can choose. Okay, okay. you pick your All number. Right. Okay, my number's three. Uh, my number is six. I was thinking eight. Ah, uh, PG <laughs> win, buddy. What do you want? What do you want, man? You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna go against the grain here, and I'm gonna pick the actual trail versus my backyard course, just because okay. I think it's a little loaded question for me. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if, if listeners don't know, check out uh, RC Amigos Instagram. Man's got full fledged backyard crawl sesh going on. So, <laughs> don't worry, man. It though, if you've got room, if you've got room, you're gonna start moving dirt around, you're oh. gonna start digging <laughs> back. <laughs> We've already it been will. looking at houses on acreage, and it's terrible because that's the first thing the kids say. They're like, We could have such an awesome course on that house, and I'm like, Yeah, about that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. So, Andre, 30 seconds on the clock, PG, when you're ready, Andre, you'll say go, and let's All hear right. your spit, man. Freestyle, let's go. Ready? There I go. All yeah. right, so I think the trail has actually being on the trail is a lot of rewarding. Now, you don't always get like the technical cool obstacles that you get set up to go over, but you do get like an adventure and you get some more opportunity to um, see the nature out there and to kind of separate, you know, no cell service is an awesome thing. Um, yesterday, it literally only almost brought a tear to my eye because I'm cruising down the mountain and my daughter says she loves the outdoors and five minutes later, I look in the rearview mirror and she's staring outside with a huge smile on her face. Time. Ah. Jeez, I was letting you, letting you finish. <laughs> Dude, you, you just killed me. I don't even know if I should bother going. <laughs> I'm crying. I'm crying over here. That's why I let him keep going. I was like, ah, this is my back. I'll, I'll let it go. A couple more seconds. Beautiful. All right. All right, I'm gonna give him my best go. I'm gonna defend the backyard crawl course. Okay, so you tell me when to go, Andrew. Okay, go. <clears throat> Full disclosure, I don't have a backyard crawl course. I have a backyard that could sustain it though, and I live vicariously through Pablo Guerrero. But the pros that I would see with a backyard crawl course are scenario A, wife wants you to barbecue. I got the pork chops on, I turn around, I do some of my crawl course. I stay the line to turn around. I flip the pork chops and I'm doing two things at the same time that I love, which are eat and crawl. Second thing is, I think it would be fantastic to drive my neighbors nuts. From their second stories, they could see what I'm doing and go, what the hell is that guy up to? And uh, I, yeah, it'd be fun. Wow, that was 30 seconds? Yeah, I let Pablo go a little bit longer. I let him go like five more, because he was like, and you can see the smile on her oh, face. I'm still so crying steady. for that. Yeah, you know, I had all right Dude, all right so we're it's funny because you say that about the the neighbors i feel so <laughs> guilty sometimes because some when we get our, our uh, short course out there on the racetrack it's like that's all you hear is wham wee, wham right and then you get the neighbors and everyone out there like hooting and hollering about it oh it's just that's funny yeah, you cool. gotta fire up some nitros oh yeah exactly all right man so andre here's how we do this we'll do the next round and then we'll give you an opportunity to judge us on both rounds full disclosure and no pressure but last week was a split we had jason from jj customs on all respect to jason it was awesome um it was a split you you are not allowed to give this a split this week so <laughs> all right 
I'm just saying it. Okay, so, so our second. All right, go ahead, uh, uh, Pablo. No, are we picking the numbers again? I think. Well, I have something close, near and dear to my heart. <laughs> but you know what? What do you, you want to do? You want to do the? I can defend either thing, man. I, go for it. Like you, right. you can you you pick. It's, it's all right. Your I want I want toques. So in Canada, eh, we call them toques. I don't know what you guys call them, beanies, or what do you guys call them down there? Winter hats. Yes, uh, like knit caps, like stocking knit- caps. Stop oh, the caps. The it's going to get loud in here for just a second because I got my no problem, no problem. burn table. Hang on a That's second. cool. Yeah, no worries. So, Andre, well, we're waiting for, for Pablo. Yeah, we call him Tooks up here. Man. So, um, I've watched some of the GCM. I'm familiar. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, we, uh, yeah, we do it from, we do Tooks from like late September to early May. So, it's a big thing, man. It's a big cultural thing up here. All so, right. um, will we, uh, you ready to go there, PG? Yeah, how about you go first? I went first last All time. right. I'm good. All right. So, you uh, tell me when to go, Andre. All right. Uh, hold on. I'm waiting for the clock to turn around here. And <laughs> go. Go. Okay. Tukes. Tukes are awesome. They snugly fit your head. They keep the brains can, safe in the in the melodrome. They, uh, they're beautiful. They can have any maple leaf uh, insignia on them that you want. You can have any design on them. Best thing about them is you can wear them in summer, spring, winter, fall, and nothing says Canada like a toque, especially when you're on your Tim Hortons run <laughs> and you're grabbing a hot coffee. Boom. Mic drop. Oh man, I spaced. That was good. <laughs> Perfect. You were, so, you were so enthralled by my argument. I was. was. The time. <laughs> you're like right on. I think you're like 32 seconds. Right, cool. <laughs> All right, PG has oh, ball, ball caps. He's got trucker caps. I love, I love how I can hear the clicking from your watch. It's like I love that too, man. <laughs> we got to get a sound clip on this. We do. Sure. We do. <laughs> All right. Pablo, you ready? Yes, sir. Go. Okay, so ball caps are like part of the national pastime. Not only does it protect your head, it also screens the sun from your eyes. You can also wear these ball caps year-round. And they also have ball caps that here have earmuffs. That way you can put them over your ears. The other thing about ball caps, you can wear any brand, any team logo. They all know where you're from, not just Canada. And so, <laughs> um, the, the ball caps are an amazing sense of style also. Time. Oh, sorry, man. I cut into your time with my cackling. <laughs> no, that's all right. I feel so like patriotic like canadians usually we're not that patriotic i think i overdid it so i'm gonna apologize i'm so sorry no there's another canadian another canadian thing to do right there uh all right man that was awesome um i like that that was fun i just want to say for the record that a ball cap with ear flaps is pretty much a tooth pablo so i mean come on anyways um all right, buddy. So Andre, awesome job. Uh, like Pablo said, great job on this on the ticker on the sound effect with the seconds ticking by. What do you what do you got for us for analysis? Be brutally honest. Uh, there's a, there's a lot of repetition of the term uh, ball cap. Uh, <laughs> I think that was just more of a, a filler. So you only said toque about three times, but then you mentioned all the all the positives of said toque. Oh, okay. so I, I that Jeff is going to have to take that one. All right. And then the first one, backyard, backyard crawling um, um, setup versus trail. Out in, out oh, I don't even have to think about that. That's Pablo for sure. Story <laughs> <laughs> of adventure, you know, and the kids and the smiles from the children. That's what it's about, man. Dude, I, I wish I, wish I had a camera set up on like 
selfie so I could have taken the picture. I mean, it was perfect. It was like the sun coming in on her face, a, like a closed mouth smile, just staring out the window. I could I couldn't paint a better picture than that. Was, okay, yeah. so so listen, it's a split decision on paper, <laughs> but I'm gonna step in and I'm gonna say hey, Pablo wins because that. All honesty and all seriousness, man. That's a beautiful thing. So, congratulations, buddy. Way to go, man. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, it was supposed to be a best of two? Yeah, how do you not get a yeah. split decision? I don't know. Maybe we got to look at the formatting. I don't know. <laughs> we got to watch some UFC fights to see how they do it. We need know. to start scoring by points instead. That's right. <laughs> Body blow. Well, he also shoehorned Head adventure. Into, you know, yeah. I used to like adventure. Okay. That's, that's my tagline. That is build your adventure. So build your and what a great way to, to wrap things up, buddy. Andre, man, we're super stoked to have you on the podcast. How do people get a hold of uh, of you if they are interested in a project and working on a project with you? Oh, interested in a project? No, no projects through Scale Metal Supplies. That's uh, we just will help you with your projects. Gotcha. Uh, if you wanted us to build something, you got to go to Anarch RC nice. uh, on Instagram. That's, okay. that's my builder builder profile. Yep. Scale metal supplies. I give all the tips and tricks and hand, you know, helping hand I can with helping people build stuff. Awesome. You know, like how I would do it and how you set up, you know, your welding table. And I'm going to be adding a lot more of that too to my website, like tips and tricks. I'm just trying to figure out like uh, how to do some good editing on videos. You know, because I, you know, everybody's going to struggle with it at first, but like how to ground your your table and how to set things up so you're not, you know, melting magnets and plastic and stuff. So nice. That's awesome. And Pablo, uh, we, we've plugged you, but how do how do people get in touch with you, man? Just uh, if they want to oh. do some awesome creative stuff. Uh, well, you know, if it's business side, it's uh, Amigo underscore arts on the, Insta on the Instagram. If it's uh, RC stuff, you know, it's just uh, RC underscore Amigos. And then you know, I'm not really building a whole lot of stuff for people. I, I don't want to say yet, but, you know, yeah. I'll put it on the <laughs> table. Like, you know, like, hey, man. Uh, it'll be on the table. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, it's, uh, you can always reach me. I, I get a lot of people asking me questions about text yeah. every now and then. And I think that's cool. Even though I don't know anything, I can <laughs> at least point you in the direction or say, wow. hey, if this works and it burns up, you tried. So Nice. <laughs> but that's awesome. Yeah, everyone reach out to both these guys if you're listening. Um, and yeah, they're both, as you can tell, super friendly. Um, guys, I want to thank you both for your time today and again for uh, just accommodating. I know it's tough to put our life schedules in, in order to do something like this. So I, I really appreciate it, guys. No sweat. Thank you for having me. Thanks for coming on, Andre. Appreciate it. Thank you. Oh, I met, I totally didn't even say it. ScaleMetalSupplies.com. That is, that is, is the website for the parts. <laughs> Beauty. Very yeah. straightforward. Yeah, thanks, Andre, uh, to echo uh, Pablo's sentiments there, man. And uh, Hopefully you'll come on the, the podcast again, Pablo. You be well, and uh, next time get a picture of your daughter, please. Oh, I'll try, brother. Yeah. All right, buddy. <laughs> well, while you're driving, turn around, please. Yeah, I take know, a perfect right? picture. <laughs> yeah. All right, boys. Take good care, everybody. All right. Have a great week, guys. Thanks for having me. Good Take one. Bye-bye.